this is Bill and Tassie. It is Sunday, March 22nd, and we're looking out our window of our fan gate. Bill just told me that there were multiple interesting birds in this little bush that hangs over our fence from the neighbors. There was a Carolina wren, mm -hmm. which was a sort of moderate-sized bird, and then above it a Carolina chickadee, but it was a small bird and mm -hmm. was black and white. And then there was something else, which I can't remember. I would say that the Carolina wren is also a small bird, well, although I guess... And the chickadee is tiny. Big, he's, yes, that's probably what I would say. Okay, and that, there's a robin. And that's a fairly large, well, medium-large bird. And it's kind of fat. Well, he's puffed up now since it's been sleeting here. Oh, and there he goes after. Oh, and they're doing it. Robin and Randy. She doesn't look too happy about it. No, it looks very rapey. I don't like this. We decided to start recording because I asked Bill sort of my fundamental question with birding, which is what is your system for remembering birds? And the reason I asked this is because I'm capable of remembering things. Really, I am. I use medical information every day. I used to know the writers and names of all the X-Files episodes along with plot summary, although that got displaced by medical knowledge. So certainly I am capable of remembering things, but I just do not remember birds. They do not stick in my mind. They're still fighting. Stop it. No means no. It's interesting. We need to go break that up. Because I'm not sure if they're trying to mate or if they're fighting. Is that typical robin behavior? Yeah, you do see them doing it this time of year. Although, I'm pretty sure that's a male and a female. Here's the love dove. We'll fix it. So, so do you think that's Robin and Randy? Yes. Those are our backyard robins. Mm -hmm. They may or may not be named after our friends Robin and Randy, but we named them before the rapey fighting started. Sorry, Robin and Randy. So, what's my system? Well, first thing, there's the Carolina wren over by the blue pot. Oh, yes. It is a small brown bird. And what's that other bird that's, is that another Carolina wren? That is another wren? Carolina wren. Okay. And they have tails that stick up, and they have nice stripes through their eyes. Yes, and I see that. But, I mean, is it just pattern recognition? Like, you see a bird and you say, oh, that's what this bird is? Or is there a classification that you go through based on characteristics it is a pattern recognition. It's basically seeing a bird that you know is a wren. How do you know it's a wren? From its basic shape of its tail sticking up and then its flitting behavior. It's a very active bird. So, I mean, right now there would be a choice of three wrens in St. Louis. It would be possible to see the Carolina wren, which on a very simple level is just probably the most common one. So you would just sort oh, of hello, cardinal. default to that. Clarice, the female cardinal. How can you tell? Blew up. Because she's browner, but it's winter. She is tan with little reddish tail and male cardinals are red all year round. So they do not brown up for the winter like some other species do. And the female cardinal is the same color all year round as well. And they sing. I learned that on one mm -hmm. of your YouTube videos. And that morning dove's got a feather in his beak of one of his other morning doves because they just had a little tussle. Our morning doves are very fat. <laughs> I believe they have a crop and I think that they will store sunflower seeds in. Oh. So they don't have to eat them all at once. That makes sense. So we were talking about the wrens. So the Carolina wren, I think that the most simple spotting note is the black eye stripe. What I'm hearing you say is that it's a complex thing based on not only appearance, but also behavior, as well as just knowledge about population data and migration and mating habits. And that just seems like a lot of information to put together. Well, a lot of it, I think, 
comes from studying field guides. But the ones that you have are very thick. A lot of the information can be communicated fairly quickly through the little range maps. So they'll have a, you know, map of North America and the pink part will be where the bird is in the summer and the blue in the winter and then the purple for birds that are there year round. Okay. So that communicates time of the season when they would be someplace, but that doesn't communicate anything about the number of them, how common they are. That's right. And for that, you would have to read the little blurb. I mean, would you recommend I just maybe get my own field guide? And if I do, should I get a beginner's field guide? That's a possibility. Watching these doves peck at each other. There's oh, our robins again. No, the robins are back. Everyone's fighting. Stop. So if it's not clear the reason we're doing this, this is during the coronavirus epidemic. And we were supposed to go to Costa Rica later this week for a vacation because Bill's on spring break and I've requested time off. But obviously that is canceled. And we also cannot go out to eat or really travel even locally. So what we've decided is that maybe this is a time where I can dedicate some time to trying to take up this birding hobby that's been Bill's big thing or one of his big things for about three years now so we thought we'd document it Mm -hmm. so there's a lot going on now yeah why do you think there's a lot going on like is rain or sleet as it were a good thing for birds to be out in well the precipitation has stopped I think that's why they're out okay and so I mean is our backyard a particularly bird heavy place well obviously having a feeder helps and water, right? Yeah, and having that bush. Do you know what kind of bush it is? Um, was it a spirea? What Bowie decided? That helps a lot. Even um, though it's not our bush. But it is near enough. Oh, hello, Clarence. So now Clarence, the male cardinal, has joined us. And what makes us confident in saying that these cardinals are the Clarence and Clarice that we know? Honestly, I can't be. Oh, and now Clarence is feeding her. They are. They're my favorite. Not just because we're in St. Louis. Oh, and there we can hear the Carolina Wren singing. And I'm bad at calls. Well, audio is a big part of it. Oh, okay. Now, on the feeder, there's the white-striped, white-throated sparrow, and the one on the ground below it is a tan-striped, white-throated sparrow. But to me, those just look like Carolina Wrens. They're very different. But they are about... But look, it has an eye stripe, and it has a little tail that goes up. Yep, although they will not perk their tail up as much. See, this is where it breaks down. I don't I don't see any difference between these birds. Look, the robins are still. And the robins are just still going at it. Well, there's a Carolina wren in the fence. Oh, about a foot away from a the white-throated sparrow in the fence. Okay, so it looks is that did it just drop down? Yeah. That's the Carolina wren? No, that is the tan striped ah. white-throated sparrow. See, and then I get frustrated and I want to just not do this anymore. So now the sparrows are right above each other. One's below the other. They're probably a couple. Okay, but to go back to Clarence and Clarice, why would we even think that it's the same birds visiting our yard over and over? Because they have a territory and... Cardinals do? Yes, and generally they mate for life. How big is their territory? I'm not sure. I don't think it's that big, though. I mean, I think in terms of our little neighborhood, it might just be a few yards, especially if you go out in the morning and you stand there and you hear all the other cardinals singing all around. Mm-hmm. But why wouldn't it be one of those pairs of cardinals that's visiting us? That's why I'm assuming it's the same pair. Is it The pair that visits us is the one, is this territory's pair of cardinals. So the territories don't overlap? No, I don't believe so. Although I do believe in the winter, they get less territorial. Hmm. 
So right now we just have one feeder up. What type of feeder is it? It's a tray feeder. It has mealworms and sunflower seeds. Mm -hmm. Oh, here I think Pika is coming to join us. You want to come in, Pika? Pika likes watching birds. I think he woke up from a nap because he's kind of blinky. Aww. So why do you have that type of feeder in that specific feed? Because most birds like sunflower seeds, or I shouldn't say most, but lots of birds do. Hi, Pike. And mealworms? Well, that's my new addition, and some of them definitely seem to like them. So what are our plans moving forward with me learning about birding? I think you need to come with me to the park. Okay, I have that little pair of Tasco binoculars that fold up. I think I want to get you better binoculars. And what are the types of binoculars that a beginning birder should look at? I don't know exactly, but I was going to refer to an article in Audubon magazine, Best Inexpensive Binoculars for Birdies. Beginning Birders. And I guess I'm going to start looking at uh, field guides for beginners. So are we in a certain region? Well, we are in St. Louis, Missouri. Typically, field guides are divided into the west and the east but we're in the, the United States. We're in the Midwest, so are we in the western region? We are very much in the eastern region. So where does the eastern region extend to? The Rocky Mountains? To a certain degree. I think there are definite differences once you get into the Great Plains. So it kind of depends on elevation and vegetation? Yeah. I would say that generally the eastern third of the United States is going to have a similarity in climate. Midway into the country or the eastern half. So basically east of the Rockies is what you're saying. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to look for a beginner's field guide to eastern birds and Pico will get lots of scritches and I don't even know about this Sid and Nancy relationship in the backyard. But the robins have calmed down and the one is screening. I think that is Robin, the female. Is that, I mean, that's just to like dry off their feathers or is that to attract that the male? That is to dry off her feathers. Okay. She's just minding her own business. And they are about two feet apart on the fence. Well, I hope that our next podcast episode or conversation comes after we have been outside. Today is a nasty day in St. Louis. It's been sleeting and snowing. I continue to work for the next two days. I'm going to go into work, and then we'll see. Mm -hmm. So hopefully on our vacation, I can dedicate some time. And then after that, I'll be alternating with my medical partner who goes into the office and who does virtual visits. So maybe there will also be time on lunch hours to bird in the park down the street. Mm -hmm. Lovebirds, is that what we're calling ourselves mm -hmm. in our podcast? We're signing off, and we'll talk to you later. This is Bill. And this is Tassie. And Pika. Thank you.